Welcome to the Thrive Podcast with the Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. How, how does your faith kind of play into it or does it play into it? What can be done about it? When I say the church, I'm talking about uh, evangelical white Christians and the black folk who attend their churches. Hello, welcome to the Thrive Podcast with the Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. I'm Fred Jeff Smith, pastor of Shiloh, and I'm very happy that you chose to share with us either viewing on YouTube or Facebook or listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Prime. As always, uh, we invite your comments on the podcast. Uh, you can reach me at fredjeffsmith at gmail.com fredjeffsmith at gmail.com and let us know how we're doing and what things we can do to make the podcast better. I'm very grateful today to have with me Mr. Marquise Alsey, who is a native Baton Rougean and is an independent entrepreneur. And he has a unique business uh, that uh, we wanted to lift up here on the Thrive Podcast, and that is uh, the business of doing mobile oil changes. Mr. Alsey, welcome to the Thrive Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. Truly, truly. How did you come upon <laughs> the idea of mobile oil changes? The idea came from, well, it, it started, let's say, three years ago when I was working remotely. Okay. Let's just start there. I'm working remotely for the past three years. My past career profession was IT, and... Since I'm working remotely, I didn't have to drive anywhere. So my car maintenance, you know, it just went down since I didn't have to drive as much. Mm -hmm. So um, from there, I picked up a new job at a hospital um, building a, it's called an EMR system called Epic. It's the whole hospital system. And this job was no longer remote. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so let me get prepped for this job and... Um, get some car maintenance done. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, my brakes are squeaking, doing a little squeak here and there. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, let me get some new brakes and rotors. So started there. So when I went up to this place called Mavis, note, I was debating on doing it at home. I was like, okay, I can probably just knock it out at home real mm -hmm. quick. And um, I decided against that. I was like, I don't want to <laughs> mess with brakes and rotors right now. So I went up to Mavis thinking that it's going to be like this very quick job because brakes and rotors, I mean, at the max with their equipment, it's 45 minutes. You know, they have amazing If they equipment. have it in stock. If they, right. that is a great If point. they have it in stock. Yeah. That is a great Well, point. we have to call over to the warehouse and, and, oh. and, and we have to make sure that they have the part in stock and, and we'll get back to you in a couple of hours about that. Oh, my that. God. That is, that is funny that you bring that up because my part wasn't in stock so they had to drive out there mm -hmm. which i was like why, why do you have to drive i thought it'll be in stock like this is a huge it wasn't in stock mm -hmm. so about an hour later driver came back with the part came back with the part it was in the the the, the box had the correct brake and rotor mm -hmm. the inside was the wrong brake and rotor okay so no, they came out. No, this is about two hours in. <laughs> yeah. Um, two hours in, it's like, oh, yeah, it's the wrong part, and blah, blah, blah. We got to take it back. And, of course, it kept on leading me on, like, oh, it's 
the moral of the story, seven hours later. <laughs> seven hours. Wow. Seven hours later is for brakes and rotors. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I was like, man, there's men on this planet Earth that can take out the car engine and put it back in within that time span. Sure. I mean, there's men that can do it. They can take out your engine and put it back in. Like, brakes and rotors should not take that long. Right. So that is part one of the idea. But it wasn't connected then. So, of course, I'm just catching up on maintenance. Include Maintenance is included in cleaning, too. So it doesn't matter if it's brakes to cleaning, you're maintaining your car. So uh, the next day, I scheduled out a cleaning. Um, and the day of, I am like, hey, where do I meet you guys? Like, where do I even come to bring my car up to get detailed? Mm-hmm. They was like, oh, no, we come to you. I was like, oh, okay, that's really cool. Like, yeah. okay, that's that's really awesome, you yeah. know? So um, I get that cleaning done, and then, you know, throughout the next week or so, starting a new job, I was like, man, thinking of a good idea, like, man, what about, what if I can do brakes and rotors on the go? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, that, that's a pretty good idea, like, just service brakes and rotors on the go. And I thought to myself, that's like, okay, I'll need a little bit more expertise, and plus it'll take a little bit more time to do brakes and rotors and people you know, driveways and whatnot. So I was like, okay, maybe I can do, maybe I'll do oil. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea, a little light bulb above my head came mm-hmm. up. It's like, okay, maybe I can do oil on the go. It's like, okay, yeah, I think that, that can work. Changing it can get, you know, you can get in and out real quick. And the volume of people you can get, you, you know, you know, you can get a good uh, amount of volume of people too, just because it can be a quick process. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, that's a great idea. And I pitched it to my father-in-law. Um, he's like, I was like, do you think this is possible? He's like, if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> yeah. That was his exact response. He's yeah. like, if there's a will, there's a way. Like, okay. And um, no, that was a, about a year ago. So later on, when I introduced him to the to uh, the business, he's like, I, I was like, I was like, do you remember me telling you this? He was like, yeah, I remember. Like, yeah. I was like, well, you told me if there's a will, there's a way. And um, as you see, there was one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so overall, that is how it came about, was me being, um, um, what what can I say, inconvenienced at this organization. And sure. no, it wasn't my fault, and they still charged by the hour. So They charged you, you by the hour? Yeah, for their mess up. Wow. Right. Because it's, it's like a... It's, it's, it's a true car shop, you know? Yeah. Most car shops have hourly rates, too. <sighs> so for that mess up, I got charged for the brakes and hourly. Now, no. no uh, so what's the likelihood that the mess up was intentional so that they could increase you never know. the hourly charge? You never know what they're doing back there. You know, most times you're not even allowed back there right. for safety precautions. Um but that's that can be very much a trick. Uh, I've seen videos where, um, I think it was Ford, where he just wanted a new key fob, and he set a camera in his car mm-hmm. um, to record him. The guy knocked it out in like ten minutes, but he just, you know, daisied on around, yeah, acting like it was taking forever, and that probably incorporated some hourly fees too. Sure. So maybe like I think like three hours later they finally called him. He said, hey, your truck is ready. <laughs> and it's been three hours, but he programmed it in like five to ten minutes, the new well, key fob. Let's talk about your business, but but first let's talk about the possibility 
possibility of corruption that exists within car maintenance services. Because what you're revealing is, well, it, it sounds like corruption. Very much so. It could be uh, a lot of corruption is just charging people extra time. And like I said, just from reference to that forward, and th this is just one small guy that exposed them. Uh -huh. This could be happening on a grand scheme of things. Like every single day, they may just mosey on around. And, and let me tell you, I, I got so angry at Mavis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not to diss them. Look, it's just one example, right? So um, about six hours into it, I see this guy. He he rolls up in this in this car, and it was it's, it's almost like it was in slow motion. He was driving so slow, mm -hmm. like he like there's nothing else going on, and he had a little drink in his hand. He was just driving slow. He he glided into the parking lot. I was like, I bet that's my brakes. <laughs> I was like, I bet that's my brakes. And like, twenty minutes later, hey, your car ready? I was like, I knew it was him, and yeah. he was just moseying on around. Yeah, but note. No, that is one way. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that the flip is the other way around. I come to you, and I'm on my own time right. to get to the next customer. Right. So the incentive there is to do yours really quick and get to the next person yeah. instead of moseying on around on your time and charging you extra. So it's like the flip. It's, it's a, The incentive is on my side to get in and out. Now, you have to have... In order for this to work, I'm, and I'm asking, I'm not telling, yep. Yep. Uh, you have to have an extensive knowledge about what grade of oil goes into each vehicle. <laughs> so uh, there's, uh, there's 50 weight and 40 weight and all this other kind of stuff that I don't actually understand. But mm -hmm. when I take my car to be serviced, I want to make sure that they put the appropriate oil in my vehicle. So right. you you have to have if you're going from place to place you have to ha to have an extensive knowledge of that. So yes and no. So okay, we live in a pretty smart techie world, and like I said, I'm an IT guy, so I know about. I guess I keep up to date with certain technologies. Mm -hmm. So the software I'm using is um, it's called Field with an extra D on the end. Um, Field once you put in your license plate, it produces everything you need so from oil capacity oil type and any other even your carfax i mean if you don't know about your carfax i can look it up okay you know they might have lied to you or something and 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 didn't reveal that it was a stolen vehicle or maybe had an accident on it i can see a lot of information on that end mm -hmm. but yeah the software as soon as you put in your license plate it's like scanning your vin you ever been up to take five yes and they open that door and beep Yes. Exactly. That's It's the same process. I can put it in by VIN or by license plate, and it pulls all your information in just like that. And that's how I know I'll be accurate with every oil change. Okay. The software is amazing. And, software and, is great. And how much hardware do you need to do this? I mean, hardware. Do you need some kind of lift to get underneath the vehicle? or Right, things? right, right. So I have two types of, I guess, lifts. So... Um, well, let's start off with all hardware. Okay. I have a van. Um, this van carries, you know, got shelves, this and that. But let's jump back to the lifts. I have a lift. It's about six feet long and 90 pounds. It lifts vertically. 24 inches. It is very high. I have a short car, uh, Infiniti G37. Okay. It's a coupe. So it sits short, and when the lift is fully extended, 
is as tall as me. I'm 6'2". Um, so that is one way to do it. Those are very heavy, nonetheless, but it's very safe also on my end. Mm -hmm. I can just get under there um, and take your filter. But one thing to note is that I extract the oil also. So down your dipstick, um, I put a tube down your dipstick, and it just sucks it on out. So I'm not draining a gallon of dark oil <laughs> over your nice concrete, you know. Okay. The last thing you want to do is spill any oil. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine you had some kind of reservoir underneath to, to catch it, but right. you, you're actually sucking it out from right. the top. Right, right. Okay. The majority of the oil is getting sucked out. I don't think I've ever no seen spill. that before. Yeah. yeah, They exist. A lot of Audis, uh, they actually don't have a drain plug at the bottom of the car. Really? All Audis, I wouldn't say all Audis, but let's say 90% of them, mm -hmm. that you have to suck it out. You can't get the oil out any other way. Okay. So uh, that is, it's not a new method. It's just something that is, isn't as used, isn't used as much. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, it's a huge lift. That's one way. The other way is actually just ramps. You just ride it up a ramp, and uh, the only thing I'll need to get from under there is the filter. I'm not draining. I don't want to drain in your yard. Right. <laughs> Have oil everywhere, and I got to pay for uh, it to get pressure washed or something crazy. <laughs> right. Right. So it's a clean way of getting your oil changed, and it's efficient also. And about how long does a normal oil change take? So uh, on the lower end, 30 minutes, because I am one guy right. with a five-point safety check. So I do have to go around your car and inspect it, too. Inspect your belts, fluid levels, windshield wiper fluid. If it's low, I top it off. And um, so it can take a little while, but 30 minutes to 45 minutes at your own house isn't nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. 45 minutes at take five. Yeah. Is something. <laughs> so even if I take an hour and you're just you're just there at your house you're in, in the comfort of your home, it's, yeah. it's not that long. <laughs> yeah. So um, those are the two methods of lifting the car. With um, I also have an oil mat too to ensure that nothing gets down there because it's very dark, and um, I'll have of course have to clean it up, offer some incentives, whatever I have to do to satisfy you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well. Once you, on average, how many of these can you do a day? So right now. Including travel time to different locations right, and things and of the, that sort. The funny thing is the software incorporates travel time. I set the travel time to around 30 minutes each. Okay. Because let's say I'm on this side of Baton Rouge. Next customer, let's say I'm servicing here, right? Right. <clears throat> Next customer can be off of Sharp. You know, that's yeah. that's a that's a pretty that's a thirty minute drive minimum. Right. Um, down Florida, Monterey, that area, <laughs> it can take some time to get down there. So I said it's a thirty minutes, and it's customizable within the software. <clears throat> so, the max or so it's around six to seven, depending on how um, quick I can get out of there. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, around six to seven oil changes. And that depends on how far my schedule go. Right now, it's like nine to five fifteen or so. Okay. I don't like you know you don't want to work work in the dark, but it's dawn to dusk also also. But so as like you know, sometimes gonna help you out a whole exactly. lot. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, that's exactly where I'm going. Yeah. So of course November. Well, I wasn't launched then, but whenever the time switches, let's say around November, right? Yeah. November to about now. Yeah. Of course the 
it's going to be a short time span. I don't want to work in the dark right. as of now unless I have some solution for that, which it's in the works, sure, but uh, overall, you don't want to work in the dark lifting up a car. No, <laughs> you don't. This yeah. two-ton car here. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it's dust to dawn, generally speaking, and like you said, the summertime daylight savings will help extend that schedule because yeah. The, first, the beginning mm -hmm. of it, oh, man, it's it's like 8.45 or so. Yeah. It doesn't get dark until 9 right. even. So right. I'm willing to work that far out, and that will probably get 10 to 12 people in at that time. But and right now it's like 6 to 7. And typically what does an oil change cost? So the base price for it, which is comparable to a Take 5 or whatever, um, for normal sedans, let's say – um, it's a four-door sedan. It's around right at a hundred dollars. It's just hundred dollars flat fee. Most of it is a flat fee, mm -hmm. except the V8s of the world, the sports car. You know, the Camaro SS. I've got a V8, but it's not a sports car. Uh, you, you got a V8? I ha I have a Grand Wagoneer, uh -huh. and it has a V8 engine. Uh -huh. So, uh, so uh, I what. What what would it cost me? So that to is have an oil that's change? actually a fixed price. Uh, you would be under the SUV side. Okay. So I have a small and then a normal SUV sizing category for trucks. You know they have many different size trucks. They right. have a midsize, which is ninety nine. Right. Then you have the fifteen hundreds, which is one nineteen. Okay. And your Wagoneer, I think it would cost one nineteen. Okay. Uh, for any SUVs bigger than a small, you know, little, um, let's say, a Nissan Kick. It's like some small SUV or mm -hmm. a Chevy Transverse. I don't know if you heard of those. They're very, very small SUVs. And they, they're all capacity. You know, it's a little four-cylinder engine in there. You you just don't want to charge people extra for basically a passenger car. It's just a little bigger, same engine, mm -hmm. five quarts of oil. It's, that's, that's, that's cheap. But your car, it is a V8, and it will drink a little bit more than the average car. Right. <laughs> so right. from there, it's a $19 upcharge okay. for your SUV. But it's not a sports car, which means it still may take less oil than those V8s, Corvettes, Hellcats, whatever mm -hmm. you want to say. Mm -hmm. um, so those type of cars, there's no fixed ones because the oil capacity uh, fluctuates too much to actually um, come up with a common number. So the 1,500 trucks, let's say for instance, I took the average of um, Dodge 1,500, Chevy 1,500, um, Toyota 1,500 trucks, mm -hmm. and they're averaging eight quarts of oil, so I have an average for that. But let's say, so, so that's how I was, I, I'm able to have a fixed price. I took the average of the top ones. I got you. So moving on to the V8s, um, the Corvettes, the Lexus RC. Lexus RC, they have a V6 version and a V8 version. It takes seven quarts of oil. That is nearly two gallons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but then you move on to a BMW Grand Coupe. It took 10 quarts of oil. So... That was two gallons and two more quarts. And right. these, these gallons of oil versus, you know, this normal sedan where it's just one gallon. Sure. So that's why for the V8s, it's typically uh, you just call for a quote. But everything else, 
Um, it is fixed. It is a fixed pricing. So your car is a fixed price. If you have a sports car, it's 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 you have to get a quote from me. I, I, I see. Yep. Um, but everything else is fixed. Were you always fascinated with cars? Did, did, did you always have a love for That for is cars? funny. Yes. I've always loved cars. <laughs> uh, um, growing up, grew up somewhat in the hood or, you know, that 90s era, era where you've seen certain rappers. You're like, oh, Lil Wayne, you know, there's coming up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just fascinated with the cars. Like, man, they have some really nice cars out there. And I see them driving around in, in old Corvettes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where my fascination came from. Um, I guess being a boy, too. A lot of boys just absolutely love cars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is actually a part of my passion is just to be around cars and be in the car scene. It's, it's a genuine passion that spawns from my childhood. It truly is. So I love being around cars, even though my career. My career is something way different is IT. Right. Right. So um, I enjoy, you know, being that thinker and solving that issue. But, but also, I still love cars, and I like to be around cars, too. I enjoy them. Talk to me about IT for a second. You you have done military service. That's and correct. And your specialty was IT while you were in the military. That's correct, yep. So so talk to me about IT, and, and what is it that I should know about IT uh, as uh, a regular Joe Blow citizen. Okay, okay. So, uh, well, let's talk about, like, how I got into it. Okay. Initially start off. Um, I mean, I had to remind me of your question, but let's start off. Um, in 2017, I have an older cousin. He's very, uh, he's just very sharp, you know, just he's down to the, he's just very sharp, sharp guy um, mentally. Um, so... 2017, he asked what I was doing with my life. I was like, huh, um, I'm doing graphic design. Mm -hmm. I'm in school for graphic design. He was like, no, don't do that. You can learn that on your own time. Mm -hmm. He said, do IT, and just walked away. No, mm -hmm. I never heard those two letters together mm -hmm. <laughs> besides the letter, uh, the so, word so it. So tell everybody, because somebody else might not have heard those two letters together. Right, those two letters together. Tell everybody what, what IT stands for. IT stands for information technology. Right. So it still doesn't say what it is exactly. You, uh, what it is, you do computer work. Mm -hmm. uh, so you fix them, troubleshoot them, whatever else goes wrong with them. So I've never heard those two words combined together mm -hmm. in 2017. I was like, it? What is it? You know? <laughs> and he just walked away. He yeah. just walked away without any further information. So mm -hmm. I had to research what it was. I was like, oh, man. And I researched. I was like, oh, man, I don't like computer work. I hate typing. Yeah. And, you know, I hate doing this, hate doing that. So uh, later on, I had a friend join the military. And he's like, hey, it's a good bet. You should, you know, just look into it. And um, <clears throat> so I did. To say the least, I wanted to go Air Force. So I walked into the most elite branch <laughs> of military service. Right, I that's what my father used to say. He, oh he, Lord, he, he was an Air Force guy. He was an Air Force, Air Force guy. It's yeah. the uh, cream of the crop over there. Yeah. So uh, I walked into an Army recruiter base, okay. a recruiter station. I said, "Hey, is this the this the Air Force?" He's like, "No, but we're better than them." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What?" You, he's like, "No, but we're better than them. What you want with the Air Force? Come in here." Snatched me right on up because I, you know, I didn't know anything. They, right. 
they they was like, hey, we're better than them. We we can do this. We have more jobs. We which is very true. They, the army has a lot of jobs. Okay. <clears throat> so um, he just asked what I was looking for, and at that point, I didn't remember that advice that my cousin gave me. I was like, I'm just looking for some a job, you know, or, or mm -hmm. advantage and whatnot. And um, he's like, all right, let's get you set up for an ASVAB test. And uh, we scheduled it out. He called me the day of. I was like, oh, I don't have a ride. He's like, I'll come and get you. <laughs> he was on top of it. Yeah. It don't matter. Yeah. He's like, I'll come and get you. That's a good so, recruit. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, coming up, the day of, he didn't let me back out, basically. I was like, oh, I didn't study, which I didn't, which I wanted to. Right. He's like, oh, no, it's all right. You can retest it. He was just, he wanted me in there. and ended up scoring pretty high um, on the ASVAB test. And he was like, well, like, well, you scored high enough because the score is um, in coordination with the the job you can qualify for. Okay. So um, he said, like, well, what are you looking for? I, I, the idea that my cousin's advice still didn't pop up at that exact moment. But then, like, 30 seconds later, I was like, wait, do you have IT jobs? He said, like, yeah, of course we do. He's like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, we got one right here for a $9,000 bonus. He's like, you want it? I said, like, how long would I be gone? You know, and how long? And he was like, oh, just nine months. I was like, nine months? That's not bad, because I was considering going to a four-year college mm -hmm. and getting a degree in IIT. Right. So, you, I mean, do the, do the math. It's like four years of possibly no pay versus nine months. With pay. With pay, and I'm certified in IIT. No, I was getting a little heavier, too. You know, I was getting a little heavier, so I was like, okay, I got, like, a mean personal coach, a personal mm -hmm. trainer. Mm -hmm. It might curse you out a little bit, but <laughs> mm -hmm. I got a mean personal trainer. I was like, okay, all right, I, I can. I think I can do this, you yeah. know? And um, <clears throat> I went into the military with that 9K bonus, got back after nine months, and um, I was certified in IT through the military, so I started searching for... Um, it's DOD jobs, like Department of Defense type jobs yes, where sir. they require security clearances. Okay. So um, so I, I end up at 21 with a nice 45 grand, K, you know, 45 grand salary at this IT company. Um, so that's how I got started. And that was back in 2019, the top of 2019, where I got started in... Back in 2019. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it was long... Yeah. It was, it was, Five years ago. It's half a decade. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a while ago now. Yeah. So that's how I got started in IT. But f to follow up on your question... Did you have any questions about that? No. I, well, <laughs> I, I do have a question, but I'll save it. But people who know me know I'm going to ask you this question, so... Keep on going. Okay, okay. So to answer your question, um, well, to highlight my career a little bit more, I went into this. I tried to go into more cybersecurity route. Okay. So security is priority for, you know, um, I guess people in, in general. Older people, just in general, security is everything. Right. So that's something that I want you to harp on top of and um, something you should know that you should pay attention to. So there's something called phishing, mm -hmm. which is uh, you're just gathering general information from a person. Oh, how old are you? Okay. What's your favorite color? Okay. Right. You know, let's say your favorite color is blue. I can ask you that, right? Okay, that's cool. And, and uh, what's your children's name? Okay, cool. And guess, guess what? 
I you can have use that information. I have enough information to, to get set in up your own account. Right. With or, my, in my name. Right. Or yeah, yeah. That too. But those are common security questions. What's your pet name? Oh, my pet name gotcha. is Gotcha. Right. When you, when you set up your security questions, um, those are general information about yourself. Okay. Oh, my dog name is is Jeffrey. It's Frank. It's Bob. And when I once I get into your account, you know, you can Oh, okay. Yeah, his his cat name is just this. His dog name is that. Gotcha. So security is everything. Yeah. Pay attention to the links. I know you may not be able to re read the hyperlinks as much. Pay attention to those links. Make sure it has HTTPS in front of it. Mm -hmm. That is a industry standard security. So if it has HTTP and nothing else, <laughs> that web something's wrong with that website. Right. You know. Right. Or. A dot com. Well, dot com is an industry standard too. Everyone knows it. Dot org is industry standard. So once that URL address <clears throat> don't have those certain characteristics behind behind it, you may not want to click it. Okay. <laughs> Just leave it alone. Okay. And no, you didn't win any free anything free. <laughs> you did not win. Okay. It's just just leave it alone. You did yeah. not win. Yeah. Check the link. And that's something that I want you guys to know is just stay and, and watch those other websites that re request a lot of information from you. You know, that's a way to get in and they sell your information around mm -hmm. to bigger companies. And next, you know, you get in the text room. Hey, you know, oh, oh, just click this link, your Capital One link or Chase link. And no, Capital One don't even reach out to you. Just right. know the policies that they use. Right. We will never call you. Right. The, Capital One don't want to call you. <laughs> and verify some link, you know, but that's with every, uh, each organization. Pay attention to their policies too, like Capital One. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want your money getting snatched on out of there. Yeah. Like I said, you didn't win anything, and you don't want your money snatched <laughs> on out of there. So um, just pay attention to those links and those security risks. But me getting information from you is phishing. That is the term. It's PH. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 So. Um, Stay alert. <laughs> Stay alert. Mac and, uh, or IBM compatible? Um, I say it depends on the phone you have. Um, well, I'm talking about laptops. I'm talking about yeah, computers. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's right. So iPhone, the integration with iPhone and the Mac is, is magnificent. It's magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> it's magnificent. Uh, the integration you can get text message from. Right. The so Apple software is really good. And from what I'm told, it's harder to uh, break into than IBM compatibles. Is that um, is that real or fictitious? So they're probably just as equal. Uh, it's just that many. It's the the. That you said IBM compa compatible or, yeah. or Microsoft compatible or whatever. Right. So they've been around for extremely long time, and yeah. people have learned their system longer than Mac. You know, it's a very long. It's been around forever. Yeah. So a lot of people know the vulnerabilities a little bit more than the Mac. Okay. So I wouldn't say they're um, one is easier or harder. It's just that people tend to know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this one a little bit more because one the software on the let's say Microsoft is much more open while Apple is a guided tour mm -hmm. through everything Apple dumbs down 
everything for you. They don't want you Perfect to. Perfect for people like me. Right. <clears throat> they don't yeah. want you to sit there and, and design your your uh, operation system right. to do something different. You, they don't right. want to jailbreak it. You can jailbreak this because it's more an open world. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It may be in the sense that, yeah, it, it could be a little bit more secure. It's just that it doesn't make up a lot of the market of security risk because it's just, yes, Mac is huge, but it's not as big as Internet Explorer or Microsoft. So um, I guess if I had an answer, I'd say Mac. And especially if you have an iPhone, the integration with it is it's great. It's, it's, they just bind together like this. Thank you for saying Mac. That, <laughs> that, that makes me feel a whole lot better. Yeah. When I was in college, which is before you were born, um, computer science classes were learning Fortran and COBOL. Uh, I doubt if anybody even uses that anymore. Um <laughs> When I got into uh, pastoring and the first church I was pastoring was looking at a computer, I was led to buy an IBM compatible. And a cousin of mine told me, uh, unless you're really, really good at computer languages, you need to get a Macintosh. And so the first computer that we bought as a church First Pre-Mission Baptist Church in New Orleans, Louisiana, was a, uh, a Mac Classic. Mm-hmm. And I've been with Macintosh ever since. Ever since. So wow. I've gone through every iteration of Macintosh <laughs> that there is. So when, when, when you say uh, that Mac is better, that, that makes me feel <laughs> It f- confirms feel Yes. It yes. confirms it. I mean, and especially if you have an iPhone, it's just you can receive text messages from it, you can FaceTime from it. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, I don't think you can... FaceTime on um, like any Android, Microsoft uh, um, phones, unless you have some like a Skype app, like an outside mm-hmm. of the phone type mm-hmm. app, you still can't do it. But for those people that you know, of course, they're really good at coding or writing language or whatever, right. you can jailbreak the phone if you want. But <clears throat> that's them. This is much more of a guided tour, you know. You want this on your plate, sir? You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll turn yeah. on that feature. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And it gives you the option. So um, I say Mac. I say Mac definitely for iPhone users. And what, what, what was really helpful for me, we'll get back to oil changes in a second, mm-hmm. but what was really helpful, helpful for me was when Microsoft Word made a version for Mac uh, because early on you had to use AppleWorks, hmm. and AppleWorks didn't always easily convert mm-hmm. Microsoft Word documents. Mm-hmm. So I was very glad when they started making Microsoft Word or Microsoft period, PowerPoint, everything else, Excel uh, for Macintosh. Right. Although I still believe the best word processing software out there is WordPerfect, not not uh, Microsoft Word. WordPerfect? I haven't heard of that one. I, it was... Uh, <laughs> You just, I'm just telling my age, but uh, it, it it was done by a different company, and the name escapes me right now. All right. But it was much easier to manage in uh, document formatting mm-hmm. through WordPerfect than it is through Microsoft Word. You wow. know, if, if 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 you wanted to set different justifications for paragraphs within a document, mm-hmm. it was a whole lot easier to do with WordPerfect. That is interesting. I'm going to have to research that. Yeah. I'm going to have to research that. But um, 
But yeah, of course, Microsoft still have industry standard mm-hmm. programs like that. Microsoft Word, you know, it's just those aren't aren't ever going anywhere. And right. The competitors. I mean, you can probably lock people in. You know what? That's what Google tries to do uh, when you get like a Google Chrome. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of those? Like yeah. Tablet computer. They lock you into their apps, and they have their own Microsoft Word. They have their own, and it, it it's kind of just sheltered off in its corners. You know, the Google Chrome is in its corner because it can't integrate that much. They're just trying to lock you into that product, and it's just Microsoft Word is the standard out there. <laughs> you know, it doesn't convert that easily. So you're certified in uh, uh, IT, mm-hmm. and you come out of military service, what made you choose to become your own entrepreneur and go the direction of oil to go as opposed to following a path in IT? Right. So, uh, of course, IT has good money in it. Mm-hmm. Um, start there, yes. I, I wasn't, you know, wasn't making a hundred grand, don't get me wrong, but I wasn't, you know... Um, but what inspired me initially are for years is my, my parents. Um, rest in peace, my dad. But my, my parents built this company called uh, Alpha Medical off of Monterey. And Trinity also is another company that was associated with her that she sold now. Mm-hmm. It's a home health care business. Okay. Um, so I realized that them being an example for me is all that I needed. It, um, examples make a lot of who you are. Mm-hmm. Them being that example is like, okay, I want to be a business owner too. Like one day I want to be a business owner. I don't know what to go into yet, but I want to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. And her uh, hard work and dedication of 20 years now um, providing healthcare services has greatly inspired me to become my own business owner. So that's one huge <clears throat> motive behind me becoming that, but also me wanting some sort of legacy and something of my own rather than, you know, being under someone and taking orders. I want to be a boss. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. <clears throat> it's just interesting to hear someone as young as you are talking about legacy. That's, that, it's, that's refreshing, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yes, yes, yes. Legacy is isn't very important, and I just I want to create something mm-hmm. for my family and be that pillar to hold up my family if I need to. No, right. they don't need any help or anything mm-hmm. like that. But coming down the road, I, I, we, everyone, every family needs that pillar in their life, you know? Yeah. That one person that you know that you can always depend on. So me wanting to be that pillar is also important um, to starting this business. Mm-hmm. But being my, um, being my own owner, of course, it's always important. And note, I come from the military. Mm-hmm. And what you do there, you take orders. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. No, sir. But you also have a discipline about you uh, uh, because of military background that perhaps some others don't have or have not cultivated. Right, right. So um, knowing that uh, the military would incorporate that a little bit better, and I didn't I didn't believe that it would, and, um as a young, you know, going through, getting out of getting out of high school, a little un, undisciplined, I actually was. I couldn't get through any classes, couldn't do anything. I was like, okay, this will not work. I mm-hmm. have to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to 
be that, um, what's the word? Just very concise person. I have to change to become something. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think this will help, you know? This will help me get on track, become a little bit more disciplined. Waking up four in the morning isn't fun all the time and getting, you know, a three-mile run-in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that created a certain discipline about me that when I got home, I was like, oh, man, that didn't, that didn't do anything to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I guess, in denial about it changing me, mm-hmm. you know, because most people's like, oh, yeah, the military changed you. Like, oh, it didn't do nothing to me. But to this day, you know, I, I get up and work out. I, <laughs> I get up and try to work out and be healthy. Yeah. And, no, this motive came from my father passing. I mentioned it briefly. Um he passed from a heart attack at 44. Okay. So he's been gone for a while. It's about 2010 or so. He's been gone for a while. And I was like, okay, I cannot repeat that. Mm -hmm. I cannot repeat that. So what, what would help me not repeat that? So I seen the military. I was like, okay, it'll get me a little healthier. Like I said, I was getting a little bigger. I was a little chubbier. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm heading down the same path as my dad. I was like, oh, no, I can't do that. I have to live a little longer than him. <clears throat> Even if it's one year longer than him, I'm happy. <laughs> I just cannot have a shorter life than him. Mm-hmm. So uh, not to compete with him, of course, but it was just on the aspect of changing something, I have to change. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to the military to change, and it did. So it offered some sort of discipline after the fact. And still to this day, I work out and try to watch, you know, what I eat, how I eat. And I observed my dad, you know, um, eat certain things that might have been considered unhealthy. He's from, mm-hmm. like I said, Pankerville, like right. Johnsonville area. Right. They are country as ever down there. They frying up some pork skins just on a regular day. A pig, pig lips. Tastes good to them. <laughs> just yeah. moderation. Moderation <laughs> is key. Yeah. You know, pig ear, pig lip with some Lay's yeah. hot sauce high salt, you know, stuff like that, that you, <clears throat> granted, moderation is key. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you don't eat it. With Maybe it'd be better if you didn't, but moderation is key. <laughs> Let's talk about Baton Rouge as a business environment. You, you, you have taken a risk. You have uh, invested time, talent, and treasure into a business uh, that is headquartered, if not limited, to Baton Rouge. What's your assessment of the Baton Rouge business environment for a person like yourself, a young entrepreneur uh, trying to break through? My assessment is that it's actually bigger than you think it is. Uh, Reaching these people and letting them know that this business actually exists it's actually proven to be a little harder, mm-hmm. <laughs> harder than I thought it would be. You know, there's different areas of Baton Rouge. Like I said, we mentioned the travel time. Mm-hmm. It's 30 minutes from either side of Baton Rouge, maybe 45 mm-hmm. um, from, let's say, <clears throat> closer to the Highland area all the way down to, you know, I don't know, Scotlandville area. It's it's kind of far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, me, I guess that's the initial thing that I came to somewhat have trouble with is um, it's actually kind of bigger than you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my assessment is that also there's money here too, you know, and I have to reach the right demor- demographic for mm-hmm. it too, you know, whether it's 
elderly, you know, it'll help them also um, keep off the road. They don't want to be outside anyway, you know, or the busy profession, that profession that have you going for 12 hours out the day. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to find those people in Baton Rouge. I have to find the elderly people that I can help. And this one customer, actually, she she wasn't elderly or anything like that, but um, I say she's middle-aged. Mm -hmm. And um, after I got done with the oil change, she was just so happy that she's like, oh, I'm so happy I was just able to catch up on my chores. And she's like, oh, man, I'm just, I didn't have to go up to take five. Right. Because she was going to get up early in the morning. Right. Seven o'clock, get up to take five and be the first person in line because she didn't want to wait. But when she found out she didn't have to wait, mm-hmm. all she did was sit in her house and clean. She's like, I just caught up on my chores. I caught up on work. So I have to find those people in Baton Rouge area um, to help this business grow. But um, are there groups in Baton Rouge, like the Baton Rouge Chamber, uh, that offer services that you find helpful in developing your business? Do they provide seminars, training programs about bookkeeping, things of that sort? I'm just trying to get a sense from your perspective as as uh, uh, a businessman. Mm-hmm. Uh, what aids are there in Baton Rouge to help you facilitate your business, make it more efficient? So... Um, I'm still scouting out certain aid, aids uh, that can help out. Um, I'm in certain Facebook groups mm-hmm. that can, uh, oh, Baton Rouge entrepreneurs, you know, Baton Rouge businesses. So I try to join those groups and let them know that I'm there. But uh, this is a, a, a work in progress currently. Mm-hmm. It's still finding those groups, having ideas, you know, um, about where I can be seen at. So, um you know, you got some vendor pop-ups, some pop-ups with tents mm-hmm. and stuff. Maybe I can go there and have a pop-up there mm-hmm. and um, showcase my business. Um, or um, maybe like radio or where can I go to be seen? Radio, mm-hmm. TV, wherever. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what was that organization you, you named? Bedroom's Chamber. Okay, I'm unfamiliar with that, by the way. Bedroom's Area Chamber of Commerce. Okay, I'm unfamiliar with that. Well, you, you you need to go- Google Baton Rouge Area Chamber. Okay. And uh, uh, the, the, there's a young man uh, who actually grew up in this church, uh, uh, Brace Godfrey III, uh, who is a senior vice president uh, with the Baton Rouge Area Chamber. I'll share his information with you, and, and, and he might be able to provide you with some assistance yeah please do please do and um i have another reference it's like some southern business southern university uh business department or something Mm -hmm. like that that gives counselings and maybe they can do something to help me also but um yeah i'm just scouting out i'm scouting out um any i guess paths to be seen Mm -hmm. not that i know them all because i'm just beginning right um but yeah I'm, i'm open to hear more about um Baton Rouge Chambers, you said? Baton Rouge Area Chamber, yes. Right, right. I'm very open to hear about that just to be seen and let people know that this service exists because it truly does help people. It it helps people save money, time, and, of course, the roads are dangerous. You know, someone maybe died on the way up to a change. Right, You know, they could have just been at home. Yeah. uh, Skipped out on the oil change or maybe they got on a wreck up there. 
whatever they do that keeps you off the road. And some people are very cautious about being on the road. It's yeah. crazy people every day on the road. So um, this will help them preserve their car, preserve their time and money. You uh, you don't have any employees yet. It's just you. It's me and another guy named Dwayne. Another guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Just me and him. So, so, you, so you guys split time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's um, he's a manager here also. Um, so he scouts out. He's he's everything. Truly, he's he's technician, sales, whatever you want to consider him. Mm -hmm. He's he's a major part of the business too. Okay. That can help out with just about anything. Like we we have floating positions, <laughs> you know. So sales, technician, everything. You have siblings? I do. What what number are you in 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 the list of? So uh, as my family would put it, I am the baby. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so I am the baby. Out of, of how many? Four. So four. so four of us and five all together, which are all. Boys, that's one as someone some people would put it, but we're all men. So no you, ha you, ha you have no sisters. No sisters. Okay. So how competitive was that growing up? Oh man, that was crazy. So I am the biggest one, also. <laughs> Just the, makes a difference. It does. Nobody's gonna pick on you. <clears throat> right, right. Or if they do, they gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna find out real quick that you know this this he's younger. But note, I am I'm the tallest, heaviest. I have a, the the next biggest brother. He's six one, and he's you know he's he, he's big, but uh, he's not bigger than me. I so understand. Uh, it was very competitive in there. We all thought we were alpha wolves in there. Mm -hmm. Every one of us was wolves. Okay. None. Every one of us thought we were bigger and better than each other, and we tested each other every day. Gotcha. Every day we tested each other. Gotcha. So um, it it could be rough in there to say the least. Knowing that all of us have that mindset that we are bigger and better than the other, as you can imagine, what might have happened in there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are they all here, or have they moved to different parts of the country? So, uh, my brother Marlon, he's in the Houston area. Okay. He's a realtor out there. Shout out to Marlon, uh, Marlon Alsey. Um, so, hit him up if you're in the Houston area, <laughs> if you need a house. Um, so, he's in the Houston area, and the rest of my brothers are living here. Okay. So. Um, all of us are generally here. Yeah. Do they support what it is that you're doing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything I post, they repost it or uh, try to get some people to um, to book or to, <clears throat> I guess, to get more views. Also. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're they're supporting it. They're very happy for me and support me, um, including my wife. Shout out to my wife. She does a lot of the uh, marketing and imagery and the graphics of it. So she is. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest supporter. I was going to get to your wife. You, you, you're, you're married. Uh, how many years have you been? Have you been married? No years yet. We okay, <laughs> we're New like bride. six months in. Okay, yeah. well, congratulations. Uh, six, seven months in. Um, September first, twenty twenty three is okay. when we got married. But we've been together uh, five years so far. Okay. But just newlyweds. Yeah, I guess you can still consider us newlyweds. And not I'm, even a year. I'm sure it's helpful that she's supportive of what it is you're doing. Absolutely. Well. Yeah, yeah, she's been my biggest. Yeah. My biggest fan and supporter. Absolutely. So, 27 years old, living in Baton Rouge. You're a church guy? Right, right, right. That's correct. Where do you go to church? So, <laughs> currently it's Acacia, but my church home that you may be familiar with is Higher Ground. Okay. 
that's the church I grew up in, and to this day, it's still my church home. I haven't visited them, but to this day, higher ground. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I am. Okay, yeah. I am. I can always say that it's my church home. Okay. Right. And share with us. It's a it, it's a church podcast, so I have to ask this question. Share, share with us how your spirituality plays a role in your business uh, ventures. So knowing of that, that uh, I guess God is on my side at all times, um, and knowing that when I say. I remember what my mom said, that the business is already blessed in his name already. Mm -hmm. So um, knowing that and knowing that gives me comfort in growing this business that um, God is on my side. So I'm very happy to, um, I guess, know that if anything, even if it fails, it, I guess it's in his will also. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess that's how I know um, about my spirituality with being incorporated into the business is that knowing that he's on my side. And how long have you been doing oil, oil to oh, go now? Um, it, it launched like two, three weeks ago. Oh, oh you are sparkling brand new. <laughs> Extremely brand new. Okay, all right. Right, right. Well, I really appreciate your taking the time to come and share with us. Mm -hmm. uh, tell people how they can get in touch with you. Uh, that, that's your camera right there. Just gotcha, right into the gotcha. camera and tell them how they can get in touch with you and utilize your services. Okay, gotcha. So uh, once again, uh, what we are, we're a mobile oil changing business with, that come out to your preferred location. So it can be your home, work, if it's approved, of course. Um, and we'll provide oil change detailing there. Um, the way you can reach us is phone or email. The phone number is 225-247-2850 and our email is oil, the number two, go, which is G-E-A-U-X LLC.com. Really long, but the website is oil to go, which is G-E-A-U-X.com. So those are the ways you can reach me. So glad to have you here with us, Mr. Alcy. I hope to have you back again soon. And I expect to be able to utilize your services. Oh, yeah, please do. I need the support. I need the support. And so. uh, I'll be extremely happy to service your car. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say this. If you're free on a Sunday morning, come back here and oh, share with yeah, us. Oh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Worship is at 8 and 11. We'd love eight. to have you. Oh, okay, two services. Yes, sir. Okay. That's I'm right. excited. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely pass by. Well, I look forward to it. Thank you for viewing. For, thank you for listening. We'll be back again next time.